Well, 200 schools across the country are trialling artificial intelligence tutors in the classroom. Thousands of children will be taught by a puppy dog cartoon, which is described as more a more patient educator than its human equivalent. The news comes as the government continues to debate the ethics of the developing technology, looking into privacy concerns and classroom cheating. If that dog was blue, there'd be so many copyright issues. <laughs> For more, we're joined by journalist Joe Hildebrand and radio host Sammy Lucas. Hi, you guys. Hi, guys. Joe, Hi. is it sensible to be using this AI, rolling it out in schools, while there's still this big federal investigation yeah. into how it works? It's and... a bit like how Siri is a much more patient navigator than my <laughs> wife is. Yes. But that doesn't mean I should replace my wife with Siri. <laughs> I don't... Well, actually, now you... <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, th I think there, there are a lot of red flags here. Obviously, AI is here. It's not going anywhere. So we have to learn how to manage it, learn how to live with it. For things like maths problems and actually marking stuff, I think that could be really good. Like, teachers, you know, you don't need to be a human to know that one and one makes two. And so, you know, AI could mm. do that, save teachers a whole bunch of time. But in terms of actually teaching the kids and tutoring the kids, I've got some massive concerns. I don't think anything is better than one-on-one human yep. um, interaction. And I think the problem is, and this is, watch this space, but a whole bunch of people are going to say, we don't have enough teachers. Mm. AI is not as good as a teacher, but it's better than nothing. So we're going to use AI. And then a whole bunch of people will say, well, hang on a minute, we don't need teachers anymore mm. because we've so got all this AI yeah. and it's yeah. so much cheaper. And so it'll become a sort of vicious circle. Mm. Uh, Sammy, what do you think? I mean, there is the theory that AI is only as good as the human using it. Yeah. So it can't just do it by itself. Mm. It needs that human interaction. What do you think? What I think proceed with caution. Absolutely. I mean, even our own Australian Human Rights Commissioner has said this technology has the ability to provide some really great benefits, but also some significant risks. And that's what we need to worry about. Mm. I was reading about this this morning, and one of the benefits that I think is actually really important is it's saying that in a classroom situation when you're using that AI technology it removes the embarrassment or stigma of kids putting their hands up in front of the whole class to ask a question or if they don't understand something to acknowledge that so that removes that stigma which can help with learning. Teachers have been saying in this article some teachers are actually all for it and saying that it actually provides like an extra pair of hands in the classroom. It enables me to help more kids. Disadvantages obviously how do you monitor cheating? How is AI going to monitor a child's emotional well-being? So I think we can't just as Joe said we can't just put our heads in the sand and pretend this isn't the way we're heading. But let's just hope that AI doesn't replace IRL teaching completely. And also, what happens when the AI machine says, very good, Billy, that was correct. Now it's time to rise up and enslave the humans. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been a hands-up kind of kid, wouldn't you? You so would have been. Yeah, you would have been, been, been like that. Been, yeah. Like that. Me, miss, me, miss. Me, miss, me, miss. Anyone else? Anyone else apart from Kylie? Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't have been putting my hand up with the correct answer. Really no, but even just to ask a question, sometimes you think, is this a stupid yeah, question no, to I, ask? Yeah. Maybe I won't ask the question and I'll just sit here in silence. Uh, moving on, a picturesque American town has made an extreme move, banning influences and tourists from visiting. Residents of Pomfret, a hot spot in Vermont, known for its stunning scenery, they've come together on the decision they want to stop the <laughs> annoying influx of content-creating travellers that flock to the town mm. for photo shoots. As well as that authentic farmer. <laughs> she's, no, she's wearing autumnal hues. <laughs> That's what she did. Locals say the traffic snarls and bad behaviour simply are not worth it. Sammy, a good move to protect their way of life or selfish to... I mean, it's not they own no. the town. Look, I don't blame them. This this is a small town that has a population of like 900 people and suddenly they're the it destination for the fall foliage 
photo, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to go to this one spot. And the problem is it's this one road that leads to this scenic destination. So the road's getting clogged up and they're saying there's risks of emergency vehicles can't get through and all this volume of traffic is is damaging the roads. Well, there's a pretty straightforward solution. (laughs) Do what any iconic tourist attraction does. Monorail. (laughs) (laughs) Limit the number of cars that you allow on Mm. the road and charge people an entrance fee, which will cover the cost of maintenance and that kind of thing. They're also, the influences are going to be so over you by next season. Just, you just got to get through this season. No one's going to care about you next year. They'll Joe, move on to the next thing. Everyone is unhappy except yes. Pomfret Waffle and Chicken Bar. They're very <laughs> happy. They're so happy. And it's about time that they got their just desserts. No pun intended. I mean, the Pomfret Chicken and Waffle Bar has been waiting for this moment. They've got a 30-year business plan. Everyone kept saying, this is never going to take off, guys. And they say, hey, no, just wait. Just wait. Just one more year. Look how Won't pretty it is, though. It's oh, so it's it's I just think it's beautiful. so good that somewhere in the book of Revelations, there's a little passage that was taken out that said, the end of days will come with a battle to the death between NIMBYs and influencers. <laughs> this is the greatest thing right, ever. Finally, helicopter parents have been put on notice after a new study showed excessive coddling could have a neg- negative impact on kids' mental and physical health. The research found that children of parents who allow risky play and have a positive attitude towards injury are more likely to be getting their recommended 60 minutes of daily exercise. Joe, yes. should parents have a more well, hands-off approach when it comes to uh, playtime? Absolutely. Yeah. I, my my approach to parenting, just, <laughs> I don't even know where they are. I got here, I got here this morning and I said, Joe, you're so early. So yeah, the kids are just buttered. Uh, I'm just... No, I they hadn't come home from last night. I don't know. Right? Where, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know, they, you know, maybe they're in the car. I don't know. They're just, they're, they're just monsters. I scream at them all the time. So yeah, do whatever. I don't care. No dobbing, no whinging. Just go and sort it out amongst yourselves. And yet they're still incredibly soft and whiny and... <laughs> And, and precious and spoiled. So and hopefully they don't watch a lot of TV. Oh, no, they're probably watching. They're probably watching YouTube. They're probably on TikTok. No, is is TikTok still around? I don't know. The, the, it's okay. The artificial intelligence woman is looking up. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's right. The television <laughs> yes. is raising them. Sammy, the study also found that adventurous play can improve cognitive function, mental health. I mean, should adults, us as big people, also embrace more play? What, what do you mean, play? Can you be more specific, Kylie? Exercise, let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, okay. What do you mean but by this exercise? Is about, <laughs> but this story is oh, about safe word pomfret. <laughs> yeah, right. So, what do you mean by big people? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like grown ups? This story like, is about risky play. Oh, so, God. I mean, for kids, yes, I understand. And it's saying that if you allow your kids a certain amount of risk, it. it teaches them some really valuable life skills mm. like confidence and resilience and you know independence and risk management and I mean kids take it from Aunty Sammy and Aunty Kylie and Uncle Larry and Uncle Joe. These are life skills that will be very very important moving mm. forward. I think Grandpa so. Larry is the word you're looking for. Um, <laughs> I think the original, the original study was actually called Fifty Shades of Play. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, such a great segment. We're just crossing back to our lady in Penrith for her thoughts. <laughs> no we won't do that. Okay thanks guys.